1: Discounts not available in all states and situations. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know, here to hang out. Have a good time. All We'll right. talk to you all after a while.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the LPN Show. I am uh, your host for this episode, Ben Kissel. And now I got Holden McNeely joining me. Thank you, Holden. Holdenator, so oh,
1: you're welcome.
2: Uh-oh. Is there a knock on the door?
3: Oh, my God. Is. is it is it mildly concerned, Christopher? <laughs> yeah, it's me mildly concerned, Christopher. It's a little...
2: Scary out there, guys. It is, man. It, it is. is.
3: It is. Thank you for joining us, Christopher. Are you Are you concerned about anything? Oh yeah, I'm worried <laughs> that I didn't wash my fruit enough before I ate it this morning, and that my stove was left on. Well, you should go check on that. <laughs>
2: okay. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, I love mildly concerned Christopher. He sounds appropriate for this time. We should be mildly concerned, but we shouldn't go crazy.
3: Well, I, I would be concerned about him. He has uh, been accused recently of murdering and chopping up his wife.
2: So. You know what, man? It's a quarantine. What happens during quarantine stays in a quarantine. That's what I say. So this is fun, Ben. What is this? This is nothing. This is us <laughs> hanging out. You know, we put Roundtable of Gentlemen back on Spotify, and everyone says, We want to hear you two. We want to hear you buffoons chatting, just dumb chatting. And we said, Okay, we can do that. We literally do that every day. Holden and I have been doing that on a regular basis, or at the very least one time when we played Division Two together, massacring, massacring the true sons. Who are they? Who's their daddy? Holden
3: and Ben. Absolutely. I'm excited to get some games in tonight. Looks like uh Henry's wife will finally let him play video games tonight. Thank so God. Thank God. I'm excited for that as well. That we should we we will also maybe murder some people then. It has been a video game bonanza over here for me.
2: Video games, man. All I know is they are the lifeblood of the country right now. They're saving families, they're saving relationships. Usually relationships have a fight over like Timmy plays too many video games and doesn't pay attention to me. Right. Or vice versa. Maybe Samantha plays too many video games. But now it is like, play video games, stay away from me. I need my alone time. You go with your weird, kind of hard slash sort of soft erection and play video games alone, please. But you have to be careful, Ben, because I will
3: tell you this right here, right now. Street Fighter did ruin sex for me one time. Well, I think you ruined the sex for you. Well, the game was being, they were being mean in the game, and I got mad at the game, and it's actually, we were supposed to have sex after my fighting session in the game, and it was so embarrassing to my wife that she actually said, no, no, no sex for you now, because I got too mad at the game. So be careful out there, ladies and
2: gentlemen. Are you Tom Hanks from the movie Big? (laughs) Are you a 13-year-old that made a wish on the boardwalk and that wish, wish came true, but it turns out he turned you in? The wizard or whatever that was turned <laughs> yes, you into you. The plot points of that film. No, I'm actually
3: Chet Hanks. I am trying to start my hip-hop career in this quarantine. What are you? I'm Chet Hanks, the, the weird son with the tattoos that's trying to be a hip-hop artist. <sighs> well, <laughs> that's new to me. You don't know about Chet Hanks? No, I don't know anything about that. They have like a black sheep son who's like covered in tattoos and is trying to be like a rapper. But he's also like clearly Tom Hanks' son. Oh,
2: we're talking Hanks Hanks here. We're talking the big Hanks, the quarantined Hanks, the the coronavirus infected Hanks. Well, Mm -hmm. that would be fine. I didn't realize that Tom Hanks named his child Chet. I that's the thing. If you're gonna there's a Colin
3: Hanks and a Tom Hanks, if you name your kid Colin, you're gonna get a Colin. That guy wears collared shirts, he goes to
2: school. Right. Chet, though, of course, Chet is off the rails. But they love him though. Of course they love him. The Hanks are the only good Hollywood family. Chet, I don't even know where that name would come from. And if there's a Chet <laughs> listening, I'm not demeaning the name. I'm just wondering where it came from because it's not it's not a full name. I didn't know what you were saying for a little while. Chet, it doesn't. It does. It's not biblical, which is totally fine. You don't have to name all your kids after the Bible or anything else. But I just never heard the name Chet before, and I'm a little bit uh, wondering what it means. Chet is a masculine given name, often a
3: nickname for Chester, which means fortress or camp. So he's a camp. Yeah, he is a camp or a fortress. He is, which makes sense. He is. He is a hip hop. Rapping Tower. Okay. Of, of pain and love. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. All right. Yeah.
3: Very cool. Chet was ranked 1027th in popularity for males of all ages in a sample of the 1990 US census.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. So didn't quite <laughs> didn't quite as a name did not quite top the top 1000. I thought you were saying that Chet was one of the worst one thousand rappers in the country. I'm I'm happy for him. I just feel like this is actually a true story. This is a real thought that I have when it comes to the ultra rich. Uh uh-huh. One of the things the ultra rich don't have the privilege of being a part of is m- normal society. Like mm. they can't. Like Mitt Romney can't listen to Fortunate Son by uh, by CCR, and really understand what that song is all about. They can't listen to Bruce Springsteen. Chris Christie tried to be a fan of Bruce Springsteen, and Bruce Springsteen literally called him out at a concert, basically just calling him a fat asshole. Right. So when you are super rich, you just cannot be involved in certain things. Music is for the people. If you're Chet Hanks, what are you rapping about? Not your nanny didn't wipe your butt front to back one day. What are you talking about? That's the toughest
3: thing. I mean, this is this is what I'm saying, and I struggled with this as a rich child, right? Because I grew up very pampered and uh-huh. given to. I was like, I want the Batman Batmobile, and they would get it every time on the dime. I know they technodrome, did. Technodrome. I had the Technodrome. I had I had yes. all the Ninja Turtles. I had the sewer. I had everything. I had the fucking. Blamp.
2: Yes, I know, I am well aware. It's been a hard that that's why we have had to be so mean to you. All of our as a collective group <laughs> of friends, we are forced every day to just say something mean to you, so that you just just try to bring you back to normal. I would, if they didn't
3: get me exactly what I needed within fifteen minutes, I would piss on my own hands and I would just start playing slap the walls. <laughs> And until they would go out and get me the toys I needed. So I get it. And then, of course, later I was like, oh, I want to have a unique, interesting, comedic voice. Right. No. How? I was just given everything. (laughs) I don't know. So that is why I had to buckle up, Uh move to New York, start from scratch. I would literally, I'd put soot on my cheeks to pretend to be a poor, and I'd walk around and grift
2: and do these sorts of things. You worked at a desk job.
3: (laughs) I timped
1: around the city. I
2: will say, I remember those hungover mornings because, of course, Holden and I lived together for a solid eight years. I remember going to bed at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and waking up to go to the bathroom at like 9 a.m. Uh, and Holden in his horribly wrinkled khakis smelling, smelling like Jack Nicholson on a, on a boat just getting ready to kill Natalie Wood and just being like, I gotta go to work. And I'd be like... All right, yeah, peace, bro. And I would go back to bed because I did. I mean, to be fair, in this, in a flip world, at that point, I was just taking care of dogs, Right. so I was, I got an easier break for yes. a, a few years when it comes to the day job. That is true. I'll concede that. That's true, but I don't think you could scream for the
3: Ninja Turtle toy and get it with the snap of your finger as a child.
2: Absolutely not. My dad was a mastermind of talking me down to the low or to the cheaper product. My parents <laughs> wouldn't even bring me into the mall because there was a KB store uh, KB toys in there. Um, but they were they were wonderful. Uh, once a week, I got a five dollar toy. That pretty was sweet. that, which is pretty sweet. So, and that was before what we see today, kids, where you got your thirteen dollar, fourteen dollar, seventeen dollar toys back then. Right. Four ninety nine. That was your right. going rate for an action figure. That's all you needed. So I got a five dollar toy, and I could whatever was whatever was in that range. But to be fair, the cool Batman's. Uh, the cool uh, TMNTs were in there. But if I wanted to get the fortress. Oh, yeah. You had to wait till the holidays.
3: Gift. You just gave me the funniest memory. So, Got we're, all right. This is back when I was working an office job actually with Henry Zabrowski. We worked together in this awful office. Uh, it was this like nonprofit housing thing it was
2: whatever you guys were on the front lines of rent stabilization
3: yes we were on the front Ah. lines fighting the good fight and uh he wanted so bad of course ipods all the rage at that time this really dates us right here but (laughs) uh, mp3 players but specifically ipods you can put your whole music library on there i know to your computer he asked for it for christmas his mother gave him the most hilarious like black market mp3 player it would just play like it could only play like five songs and played them randomly there was no way to he was so disappointed and it was like and it was one of those things too you know when you get a gift it, like you ask for something and you get it but it's not really the thing you wanted so for the first like week you pretend, you act like it's like just as good as the thing you wanted. You're like, no, it's fine, it's great. I got an MP3 player yeah, finally, course. and then like a weekend, he's just like, I fucking ate this thing it was uh, i just kept making fun of him because of course i had the ipod because i was like you know what did
2: I mean? your parents give you the ipod as a gift when you were almost 30 years old maybe
3: ben but that's besides the point the point is that henry's parents gave him a bad <laughs> 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 honestly my parents would do the same thing i remember when my, de- my brother wanted a like car stereo and they just gave him like what is the thing that thing with parents where they, they they find the knockoff brand even if it's like ten bucks cheaper and it's vastly un- under uh, quality?
2: You know, I'm actually I'm a little bit team parent on this one. If you want it, you got to buy it yourself. Okay. If you want to do it, you got to do it yourself. Okay. If you want to get the actual product, you know these boomers, man. The boomer brain. I don't know what happened in the seventies. I have no clue what drugs were in the water, but their brains are just a little bit off. So when you tell them, oh, I want a PlayStation 4, if they see a if they see a shoe that is called PlayStation, they will buy the shoe. Like they don't they don't have critical thinking skills in a lot of ways. Right. When it comes to gifts, but I think that's a skill, and you say, Oh, you're saving ten bucks, but you gotta remember they're buying for the whole family. That 10 bucks adds up very quickly. Well, then maybe they could eat a little less that month. Is that so difficult
3: to do, father? Have a couple less hamburgers, all right?
2: It's weird to say this because I don't <laughs> condone it, but I feel like your parents needed to beat you a little bit more and I you have to have a fine line. You know, there needs to be a fine line like, I remember when I, was, when I was 12 years old, I stood up to my father and I said, no more yelling at me. Right. And then he never yelled at me again. Dare I say he let me do whatever I want, almost to a fault, because then I got a little bit nutty when it comes to the boozing and the <laughs> drugging. We had a good time, though, and certainly drove a lot. Um but i feel like there's a middle ground between getting your kids whatever they want and then physically destroying them mm. and beating them like but it has to be a sweet spot where your the kids have to be i need kids still need to be mildly scared of their parents just a touch and i definitely was not once i got into middle school in fact
3: i blamed them i looking back on it i believe i blamed them for the fact that i was did not kiss a girl until i was in college and it really was wow. unfair yeah i didn't kiss a girl i didn't see a I, dude, I didn't know what a vagina looked like till I was 24. But it would, either way. Really? Would, <laughs> no, no. I actually, I saw a vagina sooner than that. But not till college. Everything happened in one year, though. It was unbelievable. It was a spiritual, sexual awakening. I used to just like oil myself up in the morning and just like walk outside and just say, come to, come flock to me, my, my flock, my flocklin. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. And then I would have like sex. Like Jared Leto. Yeah.
3: Like Jared Leto. Yeah. I had a, one of those cafes. And everything.
2: <laughs> 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 Who would follow Jared Leto? But that's a whole other conversation. I'm sure they'll be talking about that. I know. All right. Page seven. I
3: don't know if we will be talking about Jared Leto. I don't know. So he's got some hands and some sticky business these days, it sounds like. But either way, I will say, um, I look back at that time, I was like, I was such an asshole to you guys. You know what I mean? Like, I used to, I remember right. one thing I used to do, like, my, dad lo- my dad's a corny, funny dad. And he'd make a lot of jokes at the dinner table. And even if we were in mixed company and he'd make a corny dad joke, I'd go, ha, 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 and then just stare at him with this mean face. Right, right, yeah. In front of his friends and stuff. I would try to humiliate him. It was awful.
2: You got to get the hits in when you can still do it. My father had a great technique because it's not abuse. It's about hurting your children in public without anyone else knowing. My dad would do the thumb thing where you take your thumb, you take your index finger, you put it right between uh, the webbing of the index finger and the uh, and the thumb of, of your child, and you just squeeze it ever so. It sends a shockwave to the brain, uh, and it lets you know that you are in church, it's time to be quiet. Or they grab the back of the neck, and they do the, the back of the neck yes. squeeze. Classic. And the thing is, that's a dually, where not only do people not know that you're hurting your child, they also think, Oh, that's so nice. He's touching his child in a polite way, in a in a loving way, in a way that says I'm here to protect you. But the reality is, the pain is setting in, and the child is not going to talk anymore. That's what your dad needed to do. He needed to find a few father crab maga moves that he could get away with in public. No one will know. They also don't leave a mark. This is not an episode about how to hurt, hurt your children. <laughs> I knew I just but starting. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, do you want your kid to end up like Holden or do you want them to end up like, I mean, I'll just say myself (laughs) in this analogy.
3: I don't think they would end up like either of us. I don't think either would be a good example of someone to end up like. But I I will say they would take away my McDonald's and that was devastating to me at the time. I was eating McDonald's at least three times a week. Monday night. (laughs) Friday night, you get that. Oh, Friday night, you get that number three. Take it home. TGIF. You're talking full house. You're talking sister, sister. You're talking hamburgers. You're talking french fries. You're talking utter loneliness, not having friends, not actually talking to another human being. Uh, And those were some of my greatest memories of my childhood, sadly enough.
2: Hey, I'm with you on TGIF. I'm with you on uh, what was. What was, uh, Thursday was like, what, thank God it isn't Wednesday. What the hell was the name of the thing they would do? T- Thursday, must, must see TV. Must see TV that Thursday. Was Seinfeld, Frasier. We're talking. Friends. Uh,
3: friends. Well, friends was like, you know, whatever, but you know what I mean?
2: No, but friends was huge. People in my high school used to have friends parties. I never understood it. <laughs> I don't particularly care for the three camera sitcom. Um, Seinfeld, I was a Seinfeld guy. I am going to concede that point. And I believe that show still kind of holds up, although it gives me mild amounts of anxiety. And now as all the characters have have sort of grown, I'm going to call this out right now. What? Juliette Lewis dreyfus is the greatest comedic actor of our time, and she's the most successful person from the cast of Seinfeld, including Jerry himself.
3: Uh, I will kind of agree with you on that. I think you're basing that also
2: on Veep, but I will say. Yes, and and the, the life of Catherine, whatever, Catherine. Whatever. She was doing, she had a whole bunch of shit. I will say this, though. I
3: have been watching Shits Creek, and Catherine O'Hara is the greatest comedic actress of our time.
2: Catherine O'Hara is unbelievable. Catherine that-
3: O'Hara is unbelievable, Ben. And if you're not watching Shits Creek specifically to see her go off, Every episode, it is the greatest thing. I ever. know
2: a couple of folks that write on that show, what? and I'm sure you do too, Holden. They're very successful. Are they, that show do, are is they doing shitty? Do I hate them? No. I don't hate them? I don't think so. Who writes on that show that we know? I don't want to say their names.
3: I don't like them, I think.
2: Do I not no, like them? No, you do like them. Who don't you, Do you have, <laughs> have feuds that I don't know red. about? Oh, I hate the world. I hate the world, Ben. The one good thing about modern society is that improv comedy has been destroyed because it doesn't work on Instagram. (laughs) The feuds from the comedy scene, UCB, People's Improv Theater, Uh that was called The Pit. The feuds that we grew up with in New York when we both got here in 2000. I got here in 06. I think you're an 05 guy. Yeah, I'm an 05 boy. The feuds were so unbelievably... Mm comical in hindsight it was
3: like west side story but improv
2: groups which is just west side story
3: (laughs) oh man could you imagine waking up to an email from the comedy theater that you dedicated your last 10 years of your life to (laughs) just saying oh yeah 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 you're no no it's not happening anymore we're not you're not you're just fucked via email could you imagine?
2: I mean, I would assume I would it- burn
3: the building down. I would burn like that's like you guys just be like, "Hey, I know <laughs> we've been doing like roundtable, like all these shows together and stuff, but yeah, you're just like via email. You're just fucking not in Last
2: Podcast Network anymore, all right?" And that and I touched the boys. You know, I will. <laughs> if you are ever not in the Last Podcast Network, ever, if you are if you are kicked out. Because you just, your ego took over, mm. you're wearing nothing but velour suits, <laughs> um, you're out there, and you're just like, I am, I am the golden child, which I'm actually fine if you say that, because it's important to have confidence, and that's what the audience really likes. I will personally fire you. <laughs> I feel like there's another part of being, that's the thing where everyone fires over email, the joy of firing mm. someone, and obviously I love you, but the joy right. of firing someone that you don't like- right? That has got to be a super high. Yeah, you have all the power in the situation. You
3: finally get to do to a mass pandemic, get to make people cry that you hate, and you're not going to take advantage of that. You're just going to send a fucking email. Have out? fun Are you with out of it. Your mind, have Amy fun Bowler? with it.
2: Oh, was that? Yeah. Oh my goodness.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyway. Right. Not to name names, but the UCB fired,
2: mass fired a bunch of people. They did. Well, they're very busy. Uh, I think that entire company. I don't know if you are. This is my advice. <laughs> hey, take it. <laughs> Ben's advice
3: corner. Beep, beep 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 beep. It's time for Ben's advice corner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, if you are coming to New York and you want to become an actor, an actress, mm. a comedian. Mm-hmm. There's no need to go to school for it. That's my only advice. A lot of people waste a lot of money going to these schools, and you don't really get anything from the school. And then if you, air quotes, graduate from the school, you still pay to perform. Yes. My advice to all people, now you have to work your ass off to before you get paid. You do shows for free. Yes. You do spend your you own money. You pay your dues, but
3: you got to figure out. how I'm the piggyback on this. You got to figure out how to do it yourself. Do it yourself. Get it in front of an audience yourself, and that's how you'll learn. That's how you do.
2: And it. And the audience to start with is just the five people you met when you meet when you come to New York or L.A. or or Austin or Atlanta. It's just your friends, yeah. and then. They bring their friends, and then that's how you start a show. And all you need to have a show, we've done shows with three people, five people, now hundreds of people. All you need is more than three people. And I would say I've even done shows with less. And I think people need to hear this, too. Even last podcast on the left
3: was doing shows for like five people live Easy. when you guys first started doing live shows. But you put it up yourself. You found a space to do it. The beautiful thing about New York, L.A., it's a little trickier, but it's still there. You can There's always a venue for you to put your show up somewhere, even if it's some fucking weirdos basement art gallery yep. pop-up. But you can fucking get it done. I absolutely, hundred percent agree with you on that, Ben. A hundred percent. And some of these people are going into these pay-to-play comedy schools, coming out of amassing a huge amount of college debt. So, like, oh, of course, just an unbel- And you're working a full-time job. So it's just
2: mm-hmm. highway
3: murder. I think. I mean, honestly, this whole not to get too real. Are we too real? Too real. But this, I don't know this whole thing. I will say this pandemic thing is really going to shake up that whole uh, improv sketch comedy racket for fucking sure, dog, for sure. Now, let's do some let's do some improv ourselves. Ben. You want to some, do
2: some improv? Yes, OK, absolutely. OK, give us the time. Tra- tell Travis to give us a suggestion. OK, Travis Morningstar from Abelinkin's Top Hat. Do we have a suggestion? Bus stop. bus stop. OK, bus stop. Freeze. I'll fucking kill you. Put your fucking I hands up! I'd prefer if you didn't. Oh yeah? Would you like to have
1: a job instead? You...
2: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what kind of bus stop is this?
3: <laughs> and see,
2: <laughs> wow. see, you don't gotta go to school to learn improv. Anyway, all. hold it. <laughs> Round table of gentlemen, you talked a lot about having sex with your mother. Yes. How is that holding up?
3: Um, uh, it's going quite well. Uh, of course, now I have new mommy, so that's a
2: whole new thing. The only promise I can't. That's Lexi. You're, that's your beautiful wife who you just took off air. <laughs> Holden just took the last cup of coffee from his wife, which is, again, why your father needed to beat you. At least your mom.
3: Uh, I, I, Okay. Hey, I made that cup. Of, I made that pot of coffee. She was still you're asleep married. in
2: bed. Everything is half and half.
3: Why can't I have the coffee?
2: Because your wife wanted it. No, but this is what I. I do. don't know the rules. Why can I... I have now, it. To be fair, I criticize my friends who are married sometimes because you're not being a good enough husband. <laughs> I can't handle anything. Yeah. That's why I, I go alone. I'm a, lone, I'm a lone wolf with a dog. How are you handling this time, though? Is this weird for you? Dude, all I know is if. If I could legally marry my PlayStation 4, <laughs> it would be a it would be a marriage made in heaven. I cannot. I am like in utero, like those fetuses in the Matrix. I didn't realize they were having a great time within that within that uh, saltwater sack. You don't want the red pill, yeah. I don't want the red pill. I want to sit on my couch, which is now just becoming toilet paper. Yes. It's disgusting. The whole thing is gross. <laughs> I want to play my games. I want to stay connected. I want to become Lawnmower Man. Right. I was not a gamer for years. Holden played video games. I would watch. I actually didn't really mind watching. I'd have my uh, my BLs yep. watch and play the games. They're so good. The stories are so good. And sometimes I wanted to watch a TV show, but for the most part, I was like, whatever, hold in place video games. I can watch this. I want to be in the game now. <laughs> I, I've never won. I want to be lawnmower man. I want to officially just meld myself uh, in the world. But of course, I guess if you did that, then in reality, if you died in the game, then you would die in real in, life in, thick, in real life. Yeah. And that's not good because I die bad. a lot.
1: The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, your dog. <coughs> <coughs> That was your dog Saying thank you for BarkBox You can take a minute now You bet your dog But you're going to learn about Bark It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy Yay! Every month BarkBox Designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys And treats just for your best bud No Wendy I can't get you a whip You're too cute for weapons Every treat is made with yummy healthy all natural ingredients Like pumpkin and sweet potato Mmm Tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But Barkbox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what Bark Box brings. Because Bark Box brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. Get your free upgrade. Go to barkbox.com/left. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about her family and friends, and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you Squarespace for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Every day I fight to set my child up for success, which is why As I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at, see if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left, listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com left. Visit IXL.com left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
3: I will say, too, to answer your question from before, um, I love new mommy mom, but I'm having a hard time getting the milk milk out of new mom mom, so I may have to inseminate in order to receive the milk milk. With a well, are you guys? Are you? Are we trying? Are you doing that? We um. Unfortunately, this whole sort of I don't know, <laughs> like worldwide uh, uh, virus disease is is uh-huh. uh, really making it ho- shitty to wanna put something in uh, her body that would make her need to go to the uh, hospital right now. But uh-huh.
2: well, you don't have to go right <laughs> now. I think you can wait a little while. She wouldn't even know she was
3: pregnant for a minute. We will start trying soon. We did. I did come in a cup, and they did Ugh. look at my semen. That was weird, Ben. I had You to, did? Yes. And by the way, I'm a very sweaty person. Everybody knows this. Holden McNeely, his right. he is sweaty. And We're that day it was a it was a very hot day and I did not wear a good shirt for what I had to do. It was a gray shirt where the sweat stains really show. It was also <sighs> very far from the subway train, Ben. And so by but the time why?
2: Okay, also Henry sweats and this is, or Holden sweats and this is true. Holden sweats what looks to be a uterus. On his stomach, yes. it sweats in two different ways. It literally looks like ovaries yes. going up to his breasts. Um, yes. So when you walked into the <laughs> All hospital, of these things are true. what does the doctor say to you? Is he like, "Are you okay? You sound like Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness when he was going for the job interview and he loses a shoe because he gets hit by a car." Although that story is very heroic, <laughs> and your story, you have to come in a cup. It was a
3: small doctor's office. I walked in, it was a very attractive receptionist. Incredibly, I am dripping with sweat, and I'm just like, I am here to give my cum to you. And she led me- what
2: do you say, do you really, what do you say when you're gonna go give your cum to the doctor? I I believe it was just something
3: along the line. I'm here for my, for the two o'clock, you know what I mean, I'm I'm holding, whatever. Dripping, (laughs) I'm dripping with sweat. There's not great air conditioning in this doctor's office. She gives me a cup. She leads me upstairs. This is a little room next to a doctor's office with a woman sitting inside, a woman doctor, with the door open. She leads me in this creepy room. There's a creepy black chair, like like leather chair that you could sit in that I did not sit in. There was a TV. There were pornographic magazines, and there were DVDs. I did not touch those. This is pre-COVID, too, but I didn't touch them. Oh my goodness. I said, hey, they've got Wi-Fi. I've got the greatest hits right here on my phone. Right? I've
2: got it all. You have your porn hub, uh-huh, your X I got, video, whatever it is. I pulled up a very
3: fun threesome video. Um, and it's good. a very good video where the two women, oh, they're fighting over the man's penis. They're sort of at odds with each other. Sure. And they're kind of competing with each other. And then he's like, Oh, why don't we all work together? you know, and then they all sort of become friends in a sexual way after that. Uh, so I (laughs) masturbated to that video. I I put, I put it on the, I left it on the dance floor, Ben. I got all that. Yeah. I filled the cup up and then I had to take it downstairs. I, I, by the way, I am now because I don't know about you, but when I (laughs) masturbate, I become my heart rate becomes uh, bigger.
2: Yeah, sure. Of course, I it goes sw- up a little bit. Yeah, I'm naturally.
3: sweating even harder. I go into the bath. There's a bathroom across <laughs> the way. I run into the bathroom and try to like dry off with paper towels. I take with the cum. With the cum, I take the cum downstairs. I have to like hand it to an old man in a tiny room, and then I walk out and like I had to pay for my session. I had to pay them two hundred dollars to steal cum. Ah. Uh-huh. And and so i I'm, I'm sitting there just drenched in sweat. There's now a line of three people behind me. It was humiliating. I ran out of the
2: office in just terror. You had like one tenth of the experience of one of those women that have to go into the casting couch, right? And they don't realize how far it's going to go. Perhaps very similar. So, did the man? What did he do? Did he put like a straw in it, sip it up, and be like, "Yeah, it's It's good"? What do they even do to know? And again, I don't. I am not. I think he probably. (laughs)
3: i think he looked at it uh and then what was the message i can't believe i would procreate with you um but i think they look at it in like a microscope and the thing is this i've got a ton of boys but they're a little slow Uh they're a little baked out they're a little high and i was worried about that because i smoke gargantuan amounts of weed so that's a real thing Mm -hmm. they're a little my boys are a little slow they're a little baked out but there's a ton of them and they're ready to fucking party bro so we're looking good. Right. Her 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 business is looking pretty good, too, of course. the the She has more of a timeline. That's why we're going to start trying soon. So that's Great. the moral of that story.
2: Well, I think this is a wonderful time to start having a baby. Your gaming is going very well. Yep. Uh, I see that you're sitting in an extremely comfortable chair. Mm-hmm. What will you do, Holden? Because this is going to happen. Right. When your son or daughter... Or something in between. I don't know what you're going to have. When they want to start playing the video games that daddy is playing, when they take the remote, mm. I feel like you're going to have to stop at some point during the life cycle of your child. You're going to have to stop playing video games because you're going to have to let them play. Is that going to be a possibility? Yeah, but we're not, we're not going to be doing no, not
3: none, P word S. Okay? No P word S. They have to really bring it. They've gotta they've gotta really? come into the room ready to play. If they can't beat me two out of three in Street Fighter, they need to go back to the drawing board, okay? And during sleep, right. my sleeping hours, that's when they train. All right? And that's how we're gonna do this thing, okay? You're not just gonna come in and I'm gonna go, oh, I'm so magically bad at the game because you're fucking five, okay? Get your fucking shit together, you little right. fuck face shit.
2: Honestly, minus all the uh, the the slurring at the child and the curse words there for no reason, I think that you may make a better child than you because that seems to me like hard, not hard, but an accurate, a fair amount of discipline. Yes, when it comes to the child. Yes, you make them get good. Don't go down to the kid. I think that's good advice. If you listen to a lot of the people who played basketball with their sons or daughters, they didn't let them make every layup. No, you block them if they go in weak. Right. That's how you get better. So <laughs> I don't know what that means for your child. I don't – maybe you monitor – maybe in the future, as we're seeing with this pandemic, one of the things that I'm surprised has not filled the power vacuum of sport more is online gaming. Yeah. This is I, – I online gaming is actually pretty fun to watch because these dudes – and chicks are unbelievable. Yeah, and it really is. I was talking. I I wasn't talking. I saw an interview with one of the with one of the dudes playing, and he was talking about his training regimen. He was talking about what he eats before and during the games. He was like so intense, and I I thought that was very interesting. And so maybe if we're gonna live in a world now where we have <laughs> roaming pandemics every ten years, right? or even not. I think online gaming should be on the forefront so maybe your kids could make money on online gaming and then you can have the conversation. When I was a co- when I was a kid there was no way to make money on online gaming. You were just a big fat kind of a nerd, you right, know? Right,
3: right. I was pretty in shape at that time, but yes, now I'm fat.
2: In shape, well, everyone world. We're allowed. Um <laughs> But I feel like your kid, your kid could actually make a future in online gaming, perhaps, or just whatever in the game world. This is the problem, Ben. You know and I
3: know it's going to be a jock. I, Lexi and I have been talking about this for a while. Our kid will be a motherfucking basketball pounding, uh, butt slapping, you know, uh, pedal to the metal, just true blue, all-American baseball, hot dog, slanging jock. For sure.
2: I would love to be able to talk to your kid. I think that sounds awesome. If you could have a jocular child, I think that would be just wonderful. I'll go out to the yard with him. I'll let him hit me a bunch. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. I'll get a re- I'll bring a wrestling mat over every right. time I babysit. Well, res- I'll wrestle with down. the kid, but
3: not in a priest way. Right? Would you, you recommend know? wrestling to the Wrestling
2: youth? is one of the best sports a kid can do. Hurts the joints a little bit as you get older. Mm. But if you think about, it, it's fine for the brain. Not like football. No CTE coming in with wrestling, Low to the ground doesn't hurt your knees like basketball. I don't
3: think I would allow discipline. I don't think I would allow my kid to play football at this point because of I don't the... think
2: you're gonna have a problem <laughs> I don't I don't think that your kid is gonna is does Lexi come from an athletic family no I don't no no not at all no there's... but your older brother is very athletic yes. your older brother is a little bit more put together Oh,
3: he played all the sports I was the nerdy weird theater kid everybody loved Avery everybody hated Holden. And it was just the constant cycle. He was great. And even the sports I would pick up I'm like, well, Avery's not playing soccer. I'll play soccer. And then he was like, No, I'm gonna play that this year. And I'm gonna be the goalie and I'm gonna be the best on the team. Cool. Right. Thanks for that, Avery. And then I played lacrosse. He's like, I will I too play lacrosse and now I am uh-huh. the best on the team. It was brutal. Well,
2: you gotta beat him. Anyway, I you mentioned the number three McDonald's um order and I'm trying to quarter pounder with no, cheese No, I was going to guess it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that is what I was going
3: to guess. Here's a story about that. So at I ha- always had my go-to quarter pounder with cheese whether it was Wendy's or McDonald's. I had a big crush on this girl named Liz and I finally got okay. her to go to lunch with me during senior year of high school you could leave campus to yep. uh, go wherever you want. And I took her to Wendy's, classy guy that I am. I figured, let's class it up. Let's not do the normal McDonald's Burger King fare. Let's go, sure. let's go to where they put the fucking mayo on the square uh, square patty,
2: right? I agree with you. I think that Wendy's, until Arby's came into town, Ugh. Wendy's was the classiest place to go for fast food. So,
3: So I take her to the Wendy's and I order my go-to, a number three. Ha, 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 no, no, no. A number three at Wendy's is this, like, disgusting triple-decker burger. I've sat down with this thing. I'm like, oh, no, I ordered the wrong thing. And then I'm, like, trying to eat this thing. I've got just slobby meat all over my face. It's falling apart in my hands because it's so greasy because it's three patties. It was so humiliating. She was laughing at me. She was taunting me. I was so in love with her. I would have paid a million dollars to just see what one of her breasts looked like. I was wow. so horny, uh, especially at that time. I was incredible. Ben, oh my god, I was so revved up. My word, I, I believe it, buddy. And uh, so, such an embarrassing
2: moment for me. You, but uh, honestly, though, that could go with the either way. Maybe if it was, if it was the one, she sees it. Oh, that big old beef patty mm. dripping down his. Strange, strange, kind of a lumpy, kind of going through the lumps like a marble race. Mm. He's a man's man. Look at all the meat he can consume. Uh-huh. Wow, he's my kind of, He can. it looks like he can unlock his jaw like a snake eating a turkey egg, although turkeys <laughs> don't lay eggs. Uh, maybe they do. I think all birds think lay turkeys eggs. Turkeys lay yes. eggs, yeah. I think they all lay eggs, whatever it is. <laughs> She's aroused. Now it's time for you to show up. We saw what you can do with the burger, but now let's see what you can do with the bun. Right. If you know what I mean. I think I... So maybe... You mean let her and fuck at in point, the ass?
3: <laughs> is that what I you're saying? Know. Jesus
2: God, man. It's high school. I don't
3: We're not know. graduated up to that fucking level, bro. We're not... That's college fair. I don't,
2: I don't know. God. What I'm saying is, if you did get to the next level, because of your inexperience, that may have been worse than just having it sort of... Be done with the disgusting drippings coming off your chin as you guys sit at Wendy's, and uh, and talk about I I don't even maybe Columbine Dude, I have no I, idea what yeah, you guys were talking about. that probably
3: is. That's about around the same time period, huh? Yeah, that was our was that.
2: senior year. I think it
3: was that for sure. Uh, yeah, I I wish I wish I had not blown it with her, Liz. If you're listening to this, I think we still got something going. I would have to get a secret divorce. From my wife, though, to make it happen. So, And I do love my wife, by the way.
2: My wife! I love my wife. She can hear this right now. Hi,
3: honey. I'm kidding. I'm not going to get a divorce. It's
2: completely fine. No, no. You're definitely not going to be the one that gets a divorce in that relationship. (laughs) Everyone knows that. But have you checked up on Liz lately? That's one of the few things that social media provides us is the crushes that we all had. For all genders, you can check up on them. Eight out of ten times, they're not going to be doing great. Right. But then sometimes you look at him and you were like, yep. Dude, that's right. Out of my league since day 1 and continues to be. The ho- I won't say her name. She has a very hot
3: girl name, but I will say severely disappointed when I looked into like the hottest girl in my school now. So How's disappointed. She doing? She's she's happy. She's got kids and everything, but it she did it did not it did not
2: continue after
3: high school. I will say that. It did not continue the the hotness uh
2: factor as opposed to henry holden marcus myself <laughs> eddie jackie just the hottest people <laughs> in the world wow i hope that everyone is happy out there wow. and uh, if you were that's a nice thing if you high school is not the end-all be-all when it comes to who is doing well in life and lexi just sent holding a picture of uh, a, a animated character flipping him the bird. So that'll be a fight later. Very happy that we could cause that. She's wearing a cute
3: little, the, the it's it's her avatar wearing a cute little unicorn costume with a giant foam middle finger being pointed directly at me. So that it will be a fun divorceo fight uh, for us after this, which is fantastic.
2: Very nice, and hopefully some lovemaking can happen afterwards sure. and we can get... Uh, in LPN baby another one because of course we have Molly Neffel, your compadre on page 7 Absolutely. make sure to listen to hold it on everything he does Thank page you. 7 yes wizard and the bruiser Absolutely. go down the road of the round table of gentlemen many years ago we recorded those episodes i don't think any <laughs> episode and none of us are sober on any episode right fully 100% um it's basically like kind of drunk to super drunk, uh, but it's it's just fun, nonstop banter, a lot of animal insemination conversations yes. for some reasons because Marcus coming Marcus, from the coming yeah. from the ranch life, <laughs> of course. <laughs>
3: we should have called it and the ranch life.
2: We could have <laughs> called it the ranch life. I also want to
3: say congratulations, Ben. I see a giant bottle of water in front of you. Stay hydrated, my friend. You got. Thank it. you. You got. Also, Ben Kissel, Abe Lincoln's top hat uh the um oh my god kind of fun the wrestling show yes uh, and of course last podcast on the left i hear is a, is a fun show that people we're people out there
2: well. well thank you so much and thanks everyone for supporting the network we appreciate you we're gonna get through this time together as we always do and, yeah, I suppose that's about it. It feels I don't want to go, but we'll, we'll play Division
3: 2 later yeah, on tonight. we will play. I think we're going to get Henry play. Also, Wizard and the Bruiser podcast, check that out as well. I don't know if you mentioned that, but that's, that's the
2: I did one. mention it, but Wizard and the Bruiser, it's amazing. And they will be going on the road live as soon as they let us leave oh, our yeah. house. That's happening real soon. <laughs> I can't. Well, it's the year that wasn't. Very exciting. Very excited. Okay, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Holden, do you leave a catch? Do you go off with a catchphrase?
3: Wow, I might have AIDS.
1: <laughs> Bye, everyone. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.